Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whatever time you're listening to this to. This is Genesis Gems, episode 20. Yay! Yeah, 20 episodes, Rob. 20 episodes. We were in the, uh, I was going to say we're in the double digits, but I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> we're in a new bracket. Let's put it, let's just put it that way. It is a new bracket. It's, uh, it's one of those things, I've been on a few podcasts and haven't made it this far. So I, this... Me neither. Me neither. I feel very, very accomplished. I, well, see, you're the only guy. You're the Iron Man here. You've been on every episode. I, I've missed one. No, as a matter of fact, I missed two. Oh, Technocop. That's right. I wasn't on the Technocop episode. I wasn't on um, the, um, oh gosh, the, the one that, that Hoser was on. Yeah. You, you know who I'm talking about. I forgot about that episode. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, that was a good show. It was beyond it. Was. Yeah, that was it. That's, that's when I knew you guys were clicking. I was like, oh, man, i got to get back on there. <laughs> I, I don't know if I can handle Kelso on uh, two different shows. Oh, no yeah. way. Uh, <laughs> start, start this beef off right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so, yeah, uh, we got to introduce ourselves. I am Nick Stevens, and with me, as always, is Rob Luther. Hello. Hello. <laughs> good to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So Rob, how you been? I haven't talked to you. Though. Well, I mean, I, we, we we chat on the internet, but we do, we do, we do, we definitely text and stuff. You know, kind of keep in contact. But uh, we've not talked Sega in a while. I'm doing all right, man. Just happy to be back. Uh, uh, happy to be talking to some Sega Genesis again. I got to play some Genesis this week, and I'm pretty pumped up about it. And I did not. I remember in the last episode I mentioned that I was going to try to beat Shining Force before uh, uh, before Thanksgiving. Didn't even come close. I'm about two hours into the game. I got it on iOS. And I, th- I think it was like a Sega bundle. It was like the second bundle that they had. And it was like three bucks. And it came with Fantasy Star 2. I want to say Columns 2. Um, not Columns 2, the game. You know, just the yeah. first Columns, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, there was three or four other games. And then Shining Force for three bucks. So Shining Force plays perfectly on that. So Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, so other than that, man, uh, not much. How about you, buddy? Just busy. I mean, we've, uh, you know, ho- holiday time and, you know, trying to wrap up everything at work year-ends junk so it, it's, it's been fun I've, I've gotten i've been able to take a few days off from work which is good i, I have so much vacation left that oh. I don't take, if i don't take it i'll lose it so i've been trying to take like every friday off well actually i had to take a few days off too man <laughs> oh I, did you hurt yourself <laughs> yes i did did you fall did you fall off a telephone pole or something no 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 not this time not this time <laughs> um no i was uh, i was helping my parents move and oh gosh uh, i i've Kind of felt like I tweaked my back then, and then I, I, it was a couple days ago. I was taking out the trash, and I just twisted my back wrong. I threw my back out, so I, I came hobbling back inside. And my wife's like, "What happened to you?" And I was oh, like, no. "I said, baby, I'm getting old." <laughs> <laughs> so I was on the couch for about. Um, I was only supposed to take off three days of work to help my parents move, and I ended up uh, taking I think four or five days off. So, so yeah, I've I could actually I'd, I'd like to borrow a couple of your days if that's okay. Yeah, sure, absolutely. All I'll right, send just send my way. <laughs> as long as you drive up here and uh, we'll go have a hot dog, you know what I mean? Uh, you mean chili dog? Uh, uh, that's hot dog with sauce. Oh, hot take dog off. <laughs> We're about to start a new segment. It's like the uh, the hot dog segment. <laughs> Where we just randomly fight about the names of hot dogs. Yeah. Whatever the game we do next time, I'll I'll make sure to eat a hot dog while I play it and take a picture. <laughs> just so Michael can say, that's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> like my Cheeto day or Right. So. All right. All right. So real quick, um, Genesis Gems. We are a Sega Genesis game by game podcast. We'll cover a Sega Genesis game each episode, unless we decide to do something special like we did for the Thanksgiving, which I thought was pretty cool. Watching yeah. the uh, Sonic TV show, we got some good feedback. Uh, the stats were still the same, same uh, about the same amount of downloads. So that that worked out well. We we won't do that all the time, but it was just kind of fun to break it up a little bit. But we do 
for the most part, cover a game each episode and decide whether or not it's it's a gem, which is like, you know, the best rating you can give a Genesis Sega Genesis which game. Which Nick definitely said that Chester Cheetah was a gem. Oh no. <laughs> I'm still shocked about that, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, you you said you know it was, it was the mid tier for you. You said it was just good. Yeah. And you I, know what? I was leaning towards Gem. I I really was. And I was like, no, I can't. I can't be that that you know liberal with the with the you know the Gem word. You know, I can't do yeah. that. So I, I was sitting on the fence because I I'm one of those guys that doesn't like the trash games because someone spent a lot of lot of time on that game, a lot of time developing it and putting music. But I I will never play that game again. And I, oh. I it was excruciating. So. Oh. So that that's where the third topic or the third rating comes in, and we call it garbage. So, a gym, good or garbage, is what we're going to rate these games. Easy, easy, easy three, as I'm gonna call it, mm-hmm. real easy to define. So that that's how we do this. Now, Nick, I got a gripe at you though, buddy. Oh no! I noticed in that episode, you know, what what uh, happens is, you know, I kind of edit the raw content and stuff, and and Nick puts in the effects. Well, usually, you know, he puts in the effects for each segment, and everything, but he forgot one. Oh no! You know the 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 one where you're saying is it good or is it garbage? And your, your, your voice is high-pitched. Oh, did I really forget that? Yeah, I was upset. Because that's like my favorite one. <laughs> I think I was in a hurry to get to get it out. Oh, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, is, is it a Genesis gem? Is it good or just garbage? <laughs> it just gets <laughs> me every time. It's good. <laughs> it's got the, like, the sonic music in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, <laughs> All right, I'll make sure I won't forget this time. Uh, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> so if you would like to connect with us or just follow us, uh, see what we're up to, you can check us out at Facebook at facebook.com slash Genesis Gems Podcast. Uh, you can email us at Genesis Gems Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, check us out on Twitter at Gen Gems. Uh, we're actually keeping Twitter more updated now. Um, thanks to, you know, um, uh, I, I got a message from this guy. He, you know, he's buttoning our business. Yeah. He, he really thought he could improve our show, you know, whatever. Ugh. But uh, Michael Kelso did hook us up with a cool little uh, tool to use when we really post to Facebook and post to Twitter. So, I, I don't, you know, whatever. It, it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, so you know, he's just, just... You know, he's trying to throw us under the bus. Right, how, right. Infiltrate us from uh, the inside. Yeah, he thinks his show's Twitter better. I, I know they think they're something hot because they release an episode <laughs> every, every week. But you know, uh, Yeah, jeez. Goody two-shoes. Yeah, quality over quantity, guys. <laughs> quality over quantity. So, uh, <laughs> And uh, please check us out on iTunes. Leave us a good iTunes review. And we really appreciate the ones that are there and that have been coming in, even though we bribed you all. We Absolutely. So, um, so Rob, speaking of bribing, um, the next little segment, I'm going to kind of keep it here. I don't have a cool little intro for it, or I'm, I might have to do it. But I'm going to start calling this listener business. You know, maybe I can get a little, a little intro. It's like, listener business. <laughs> but um, we have a prize to give away, right? We do. We do. Is, is this what I'm thinking? Is this the email? Well, we'll talk about that, but do we have a drawing? Oh, yes. Yes, we do. Would you like me to do that now? Yeah, if you want to. That's cool. In the month of November, uh, if a listener writes us a review, you know, preferably five stars, but we would take constructive criticism. I've definitely received it before. (laughs) Uh, We would uh, enter you in a chance to win uh, the Sega Genesis portable system that just was released uh, like last year or something like that. So um, we have a drawing. We've got about five or six names here, and I am going to randomly – I do have them here in my hand. Am I going to uh, go ahead and crumple them up and put them in my hat? All right. And whoever I draw out of this hat – see, can you hear this? I that's, can hear it. That's the hat shaking. Okay. We, need some, like, we need some like background music. Okay. Oh, I, for, oh, I forgot one. Let me put that in there. Okay. <laughs> so now I'm going to pick, and the winner is <laughs> – I'm going to let you keep doing that. I can't do it anymore. Monty Singleton. 
Monty. Monty. He wins. He wins that right. Sega Portable. So, hey, man, just send us an email with your address, and we'll send it your way uh, this week. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Big shout-out to yeah, big shout out to Monty because he uh, he's definitely a faithful listener. He stays involved, so it's definitely good to have one of those. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Awesome. And speaking of faithful listeners, man. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> you got to mention this. This is awesome. I do. Well, you know, last episode. Um, just to kind of preface this. Um, if you looked at not not last episode, but when we covered Chester Cheetah, um, if you saw the Facebook post of me shoving a bunch of Cheetos in my mouth, <laughs> um, you know, kind of it was kind of gross. I will get back to Michael <laughs> Kelso, but. Uh, one of my achievements last week, or, I keep saying last week, one of my achievements for the last show was someone putting 30 Cheetos in their mouth 30. at the same time, 30, and I would send them this game because I don't like it, and I'm, I will, I will pay you to get this out of my, uh, out of my collection. <laughs> oh, come on. You're breaking my heart. <laughs> so uh, last night, I was on the email, and he actually sent us a few days ago, but our uh, very faithful listener... Uh, just, just seems like an awesome guy when he sent us this video. But uh, Blake Worrell sent Blake. us a video of him sticking 30 Cheetos in his mouth. <laughs> but he was very, very innovative in how he did it. It looked like he had crushed it up in a little baggie. Right, uh, smart. And, yeah, it's just really cool. I, I think you know his his wife or whoever was was filming it. <laughs> and he, he just had a big smile on his face. And, and Blake, we really appreciate that. I, I I can't tell you how much that made me smile yesterday. And and things like that. You listeners, I, I can't even. There's so many people who listen to the show who stay active. That kind of stuff keeps me excited to do the show. It's it's me too. You know, we we don't get paid for this, but we love the interaction. It's it's just fun to have like-minded people to talk to, like Rob, and to listen to our show. So so Blake, thank you so much for that video. You are absolutely <laughs> getting Chester Cheetah. <laughs> you well, lucky no dog. <laughs> yeah, and he's also getting Samurai Showdown. If Rob, oh uh, <clears throat> yeah, well I, honestly, and I know I've been saying this. Oh gosh, I hear myself on some of the old shows. You know, I'm like, I still haven't sent that out yet. But I have about six or seven different things I got to send out uh, to fellow podcasters and stuff. And I'm going to send your your game out there with it, my friend. And thank you very much for the video that cracked me up. I, I just happened to see it about an hour ago. Oh my gosh, I, I was dying laughing. And I love how quiet uh, his wife or girlfriend, whoever's filming him, is. Like like they're in awe of what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. That's I was so... like, that's amazing. <laughs> I, I really, it shocked me because I, I put that out there and you part of me thought, eh, no one's going to try that. <laughs> right, right. It's like, ah, no one's listening. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, was, I was sitting there showing it to my wife and I'm like, oh, if this guy starts coughing, I'm going to feel awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's on us, man. It's on us. Exactly. It's so, so a big shout out, Blake. I hope you, you know, can enjoy that game because I sure couldn't. Oh, but, uh, hey, hey, uh, we should have Blake read us in, and, and you know, Blake, you're you're going to be the deciding factor between Nick and I. You know, is it just good or is it garbage? And he might even throw the wild card out and say it's a gem. Oh, yeah. And one one other shout out um, as far as listener business goes. I want to give a big shout out to uh, Joe Copel again. He posted on our wall some of his personal artwork. Yes, um, it was a real cool sketch of Sonic. And I, I really liked it because I had Sonic like in a like he was kind of ducked down low in like this dash position, mm-hmm. uh, just real determined look on his face. Real cool artwork. So Joe, we appreciate that. And we we love seeing things like that. Really, just really honored you'd share that with us. So yeah. big shout out, Joe. And again, Joe, huge supporter of the show. Not you know not money because Joe, if you want to send us money, <laughs> we we will take it. But, we will take all the support you'll yeah, you'll give yeah. us. But 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 seeing you know, seeing his post on here, it, it makes everything worth it. So guys like Joe and Ito from Sega Collectors yeah. and Mario, just all these guys who who. Uh, 
just help us out by just being involved. We really right. appreciate that. Absolutely. You know, guys that kind of take, you know, time out of their personal schedule just to do something like that, I think it's pretty cool, you know, and it kind of validates w- what we're doing and stuff. And, you know, I, I, can't, I couldn't agree with Nick more. Thank you. Thank you very much, man. So, Rob, I know you talked a little bit about your uh, your iPhone purchases. I did. I did. I can jump the gun on that. Well, that's all right. Well, <laughs> we can go into this next segment. Uh, have you been up to anything second recently? Well, um, I have, as a matter of fact. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm about, like I said, about two hours into uh, Shining Force. I'm only like chapter four, eh, chapter three or four. But I must have been in the game a good dozen times, maybe. And, I, man, every time I play this game, it never gets old to me. I don't know why. I, I, I'll i be bugging my wife, you know, it'll be like 12 at night. I'm, I'm leveling up my guys and, and, and uh, you know, leveling up my mage to where she's a sorcerer or whatever. And uh, and my wife's like, you going to cut that off? I'm like, yeah, I will when I'm done, baby. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just uh, I've been playing a little bit of that. I've I, uh, been playing a little bit of Road Rash. Actually, Ooh. the second one. I played a little bit of that today. And, of course, the game that uh, we're going to be covering. So it's been a good uh, Sega week, definitely. What about you, man? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one thing is actually Sega-related, but it's not Genesis-related. Um, there's a podcast called Retronauts. I've been following them for a long time, and they just released their uh, first episode. They're kind of doing seasons right now. They, they've mm-hmm. done some Kickstarters. And uh, the first episode of their of the season was about uh, just kind of like games that were sort of a, had all this hype and were a big failure. Um, and mm. one of the games they talked about was Shinmu, um, and, and just the fact that Shinmu was it, it, it was advertised as this huge game changing, you know, genre changing thing, and 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 in a point it was, but it didn't sell like it should have. Um, some of the critical reception wasn't there, but Shinmu is one of my favorite games of all time, and um, I actually had to boot that up after after listening to it and talking about it I had to play it again <laughs> I've I've beat Shinmu 1 on Dreamcast probably a good 5 or 6 times I've so. never played that game I've it's, heard so it, many good things about it. it it's it's definitely people either love or hate it I I've never heard like if if we would do a like a gym episode on it you would hear a lot of garbage or gyms you probably wouldn't hear it just good so it's <laughs> it's, it's one of those love hate things and I I love it that there's a lot of mundane things you have to do in the game like you get a job and you drive a forklift which people think is ridiculous but for some reason <laughs> I, th- I thought that was kind of fun but um yeah I, I was playing that and then I also posted a question on our Facebook page because I had been uh, dabbling in some old baseball I I love baseball it's definitely my favorite sport and uh, I started popping really? in I didn't know that oh yeah you're not a hockey fan. Yeah, you know. Oh, you're breaking my heart. Yeah, I, I like. I, I can watch hockey, but I don't follow it like I do baseball. I popped in one of my personal favorites, which is Sports Talk Baseball. It's such a, it's, it's just a classic. I love that game. I played some RBI baseball, some World Series baseball. I just, I, I had this. I just want to go back and play some old baseball games, so I, I did that. And then, uh, one last thing, my son and I uh, were uh, playing Lion King the other day on Sega. Oh just, wow, uh, that that takes me back. Yeah, so that was kind of fun. It, it, it's a. It's definitely got some. Uh, it's a little difficult for kids. I think he he wasn't he couldn't even get past the first level, which he usually does pretty good at video games. But um, yeah, so just kind of dabbling around. My you know my Genesis. I have a pretty big collection of consoles, and they're they're all hooked up, ready to go um, in my little man cave. <laughs> and, and my Genesis is usually one I, I turn on daily. Something whether it's Sonic or, or the game we're you know playing for our show. So. Uh nice man. I, yeah. I'll tell you. I, 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 going back to that uh, baseball. Uh, what was your favorite kind of baseball series? You know, for the Genesis, because I know like you said, there was World Series, there was RBI, and then uh, Sports Talk and everything. Um, I don't think I've ever played the Sports Talk ones. Well, and, and that's the thing, I. Uh, 
I really I have two of the World Series baseball games, but I really don't like those as well as a lot of people did. Um, Sports Talk Baseball is definitely my favorite on the system. Hmm. Um, the, the graphics aren't aren't as sharp as what um, yeah, some of the newer games are. It's kind of like one of those black box games with like the light gray grid. So you know it's one of the one of the early Genesis games. But right. I definitely like that one. The RBI baseball games are fun. Um, I do have a few gripes about RBI baseball, but not not too much. But um, yeah, that. that Sports Talk's definitely my favorite baseball game on the system. I always I can go back to that game and play it like all the time. So Oh man. Well I'll tell you what, we've not done a sports episode yet. We we may have to do one soon. Absolutely. I I agree. <laughs> yeah, especially uh the you know, when the World Series comes up here in the next couple of months, could be a good time for a baseball episode. Yeah, or do some Stanley Cup stuff. With yeah. Them. Oh right. man, just just wait, man. NHL ninety yeah. four, here we come. I was gonna say I'm I'm not a I don't follow hockey real well, but I love hockey games, so Oh, me too. Yep. <laughs> All right, man. Well, um, you want to jump right into this this awesome puzzle game called Columns? Let's do it. All right, game on, Rob. Game on. Game on. Yeah, game on. Sega. All right, so Columns is a puzzle game. First puzzle game we've done this year, Rob. It is. This game, um, it definitely came on the heels of Tetris. Um, it, it varied from Tetris and the fact that it was a match three puzzle game, but it took a lot of influence from Tetris. Uh, just, just, this is all from, this is all here, this is my opinion. But, um, you know, a lot of puzzle games you see today don't have that dropping down like uh, Columns does. Like, right. it, like, like where it comes from the Tetris. So, like, it, it's it's very stressful when you start piling up all those gems or, you know, Tetris, you get the blocks um, to where it's, it's about to get to the top of the of the screen. And that's, that's when it starts to get really stressful because you're like, oh my goodness, I gotta move them, gotta move them. So, it's it's definitely a, a, it's definitely a, a genre that really popped out there in late 80s early 90s i think because a lot of your puzzle games weren't like this and um you know christina nintendo had tetris so sega had to had to get their had to get their version i really think columns was it um a lot of people who play columns who talk about columns talk about it with the same kind of passion a lot of people from the nintendo side of thing was tetris would talk about so definitely holds a special place on a lot of people's hearts out there um so we definitely want to cover this. It's kind of neat that we're doing it on our 20th episode. Uh, yeah. Some kind, of, kind of special because we are the Genesis Gems. And if you look at our logo, <laughs> there's the gems in our logo look an awful lot like the columns. Uh, Is that the same uh, ones? I didn't even know. <laughs> it's not the same ones, but oh, that's, okay. where, that, that's where my inspiration came from when I designed ah, that. So, very nice. So, yeah, so there you go. But um, this game was released in 1990. It came out in the arcade, which I would have loved. Again, we talk about all these arcade games on this yeah. podcast, and I've never seen that cabinet. I've not either. And as a matter of fact, I actually went to the arcade museum, um, and you know how they have that rarity guide and everything. And I had it written down. It's it's apparently, according to the website, it's pretty rare, um, because I think the lower the number, it was on a hundred uh, zero to a hundred ranking scale, and I want to say it was it was uh, <laughs> it ranked eighteen. Uh, out of a hundred, you know, and the lower number being the least common, and then you know the higher number being the most common. So this is a pretty rare cabinet. Yeah, I've I've never seen one. I'd, I'd like. There's a lot of Sega games that I haven't seen cabinets for. You, you see the regulars like Altered Beast and uh, right. Gosh, I lost it. And Hang On and uh, Outrun and all these other games. You see those a lot, but some of the games we've been talking about on the show recently, I haven't seen. So it's kind of kind of interesting. Um. This game was developed by Sega, published by Sega, and the uh, composer, which this game has some awesome music. Yes. Um, and I'm going to slaughter this name. It's, uh, unless you can say it better, Tokahiko Uwabu. <laughs> nailed it. Nailed it. Oh, nailed, nailed it. it. There we go. Na- nailed it. <laughs> I've heard like three people say that after our last few episodes. It's going to stick. Snailed I hope it. so. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and, and this being such a popular 
puzzle game. It, it was released on so many different platforms. Um, it came out in the arcade and you know, Mega Drive Genesis. It was on the Game Gear, which I... It's funny because I never really put that together. I, I'd assume the Game Gear had its had its version of you know, Tetris, whatever you want to call it, this puzzle game, but I, I didn't have a Game Gear growing up, so I, I don't have that connection with it. Did, you grew up with a Game Gear, right? Well, uh, yes and no. I, um, I grew up with a buddy who had one, and I'll never forget uh, the first time I'd seen a game, a game Gear. I remember we were at, like, I think it was like a distant cousin's, I don't know, we, we were just hanging out at her house during on Christmas like evening, because uh, my dad would kind of take me around, we'd see a whole bunch of different family members on Christmas Eve, or Christmas Day, and she had gotten one. And uh, she had cut it on, it was a brand new Game Gear, and I remember seeing the screen being in color and being like in awe of it. I was like, what? It's in color? It's not like a Game Boy? What is this? This is awesome. Yeah. And I remember it being so big, you know, in, in my little hands, because I was probably about five or six, I guess, when it came out. Uh, I was just, I was so amazed by it. But I didn't actually get one until the late 90s. Um, but I, the one I had gotten, I had inherited, like, a good 20 games. And Collins was actually Collins was actually one of them. So. And I guess it makes sense, too, because the Game Boy, you know, had Tetris, and that's kind of what made that system. And Collins was kind of like, you know, like you said, Genesis's answer to that. You know, kind of going back to the the cabin, the arcade thing. I guess I I realized why. I mean, I don't know. If if I were a kid going to the arcades, looking at the columns cabinet versus say like an altered beast cabinet or something <laughs> like that, I would like I'm not playing that. Yeah, exactly. But I, I wonder if like that that was a very successful arcade cabinet. I, you know, as far as earning money, I'm I'm just curious because once you actually play it, it's a surprisingly addictive game. Yeah, and you know maybe. I think back of, of having Tetris on my Game Boy as a kid and uh, it being one of the very few games like my mom would play. I, I right. wonder if like parents taking kids to their arcades would like say, oh, it's a puzzle game. I'll play this rule. I wonder if stuff like that happened. I, I figured it might have because even to this day, like my, my mom, you know, she's not a gamer, but she on her phone, she'll play like Bejeweled or Candy right. Crush or, you know, just these puzzle games. It's, it's a, and we got a lot of cool memories from our listeners we'll share later with, with family and stuff, but it's a, it was definitely a real cool like this and Tetris was was just something that anyone in your family could play, and I I'll never forget. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm talking about Tetris on the second show, but uh, you know, <laughs> I, my when I got my Game Boy, it was just one of the games we had for it, and uh, we'd always just leave it on the you know living room table, and uh, I I can't remember if the Game Boy version had a battery pack in it that would save your high scores, but I remember writing down high scores. <laughs> and we'd all try to we'd all try to beat the high scores of each other. It was just a real cool little family thing that I remember about that game. But uh, and and a lot of people had the same kind of memories with uh, with columns. You grew growing up with their family. You know, my my grandparents would even play Tetris and the you know, other puzzle games. So, um, so I mean, it's definitely a it's definitely one of those genre breaking games that mm-hmm. I, I think. Yeah, you know, I, I think I I went out to my grandparents' house the other day, and my my grandpa's probably eighty five years old. He's on computer, has a Facebook. It's hilarious, but he. <laughs> He he plays this game called Snood like hours upon hours a, a day, and he's Snood. like a math. Yeah, he's like a master. It, it's it's pretty much a bust a move clone. So and he he can bank things off the side of the wall. But I mean, it's just it's amazing. I mean, he he kills my scores every time I go there. I try to break his scores, and I can't. But I just what I'm trying to get to here is that puzzle games are they're they're not just for the hardcore gamer. Mm-hmm. Say and I, I think it's really cool. There's there's some real special memories in, in my life just coming from puzzle games and how my family got involved with them. And, and to this day, you know, like I'll play, not you know, word games and stuff. I can play that on the phone with my with my parents. You know, like the words of friends. We'll right. send that back and forth. <laughs> so, you know, stuff like that. So it's just cool how games like this can kind of make your family come closer together. So, anyways, that's a long rant for that. <laughs> no, 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 no. But you know that that's a good point. Um, because I had the same 
kind of experience, you know, I, I knew um, there was a lady that would babysit my sister and I when we were young, uh, and um, she had one game, no, she had two games for her Game Boy, and uh, one was Super Mario Land, and the other one was Tetris, I mean, and she was just, she would never play the Mario game, that's the one I always wanted to play, but she'd always play Tetris, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it, it's just one of those universal games, and Columns is like this, in the same exact vein, and it's funny because you think of Tetris, you know, it's iconic with, you know, the Nintendo Entertainment System and the Game Boy. I mean, that is like, it's a worldwide, like, everyone knows what Tetris is. I also think that everyone knows what Columns is. But all, you know, of, of all the other kind of puzzle clones out there, I can't really think of many others. You know, like, nah. it seems like there's two main names in this genre, Tetris and Columns. Exactly. So, you know, it, it's, it's pretty interesting. So that that's a testament to Columns as well, because Tetris, I mean... That came out earlier, like you said, and it was a huge success. And yet, Column still was able to be successful, even though it came out later and it had almost the same premise with a you know a couple of other variations to it. Yeah, and, and Columns is definitely different enough from Tetris to keep, keep you interested. It's not just Tetris again. Right, it's not a blatant ripoff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it definitely takes the good from Tetris and I mean, makes another game out of it. So um, I, I'm just going to list the platforms that columns has been on just just to give everyone an idea of how huge this game was it came out for the arcade the pc engine sega master system sega mega drive sega mega cd game <laughs> gear super famicon which kind of shocked me i didn't know yeah, that me was... too I, I was looking that up because i could not <laughs> find that car anywhere yeah i wonder if that's a maybe a misprint it, it's the internet it's gotta be true uh, <laughs> it's gotta be yeah game boy color uh, virtual console the nec pc the msx2 ios which i i have that so and those are just kind of the short list there. Um, I, I I was going to talk about this real quick. I downloaded it on the iPhone just to get an idea. It was like mm -hmm. 99 cents. Was it I the deluxe version? No, yeah, yeah. So okay. it, it wasn't the exact port of the Genesis or the arcade, but uh, I didn't really like it on the iOS. I didn't I, either. I was constantly clicking the screen too much and kept moving my the gems around. So wasn't a wasn't a big fan of that. But uh, which is kind of cool to have to have it just just to give it a shot. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, because uh, I actually realized that I don't have this game anymore. I think a long time ago, um, I had gotten it with the six-pack uh, for the Sega Genesis that had the six games on it, and Columns was one of them, along with Golden Axe and Streets of Rage and a couple others. I don't have that card anymore. I don't know what happened to that card. You know, when we picked this game, I was like, oh, okay, I'll just pull out the six-pack and and uh, and uh, put it in, but I don't have it, so I uh, downloaded it, hated the iOS version, Um you know, no, no disrespect to the iOS. It just, it just seems like I, I don't know. I have to have a controller in my hand. Yeah. Um, at least with that game. Uh, then I realized, oh wait, it's also it was been ported onto the Sonic Ultimate Collection uh, for the 360. Yes. Um, and I think it was also for the PS3 or whatever. So um, I just put it in there, and I actually had a saved game on there, uh, saved high score on there. It's like, all right. So um, <laughs> that 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 version plays very very easily, but. Uh, but you know the the interesting thing about this this game too is also it has a kind of a s series of sequels too, um, like like um, I know in the late '90s it was ported to the Super Nintendo, but um, also there was a, uh, a Game Boy Color version that included anime characters too. Um, huh. I can't remember if it was released in the U.S. or not, but like in 1998 and '99 there were like two or three. Um, I know there was one in '99 for the Game Boy Color. Um, and then there was another one in 2006 for the, or in the 2000s for the Game Boy Advance. Um, gosh, what was it? Um, 
Oh, yeah, 2002. Um, and, and the interesting one about that one, uh, it was called Column's Crown. Um, it actually had, like, a level uh, ranking system. Like, you could actually level up your anime characters um, based on how well you did in these puzzles. I'm not sure what the leveling did or anything, but uh, I don't know. It was, it was kind of neat because I just thought there was three Columns games because you always hear about Columns 1 and Columns 3. But yeah. apparently there was the second one was released only in Japan, and it was an arcade game. It was called, like, Voyage in Time or something like that. But it was, for some reason, the arcade game was never ported here to um, uh, the U.S. until I think there was, like, a uh, collection, Sega collection on the Sega Saturn, I believe, that actually included Columns too. But you just don't see it much. Usually the, the most popular ones are 1 and 3. Yeah. Well, that's, that's real cool. You mentioned that uh, one with the anime characters leveling up. Um, that and when, what year did that come out? Uh, I think the Game Boy Color one uh, was '99. Okay. Well, and then this must have influenced a, a game I'm getting ready to mention. Um, one of my all-time favorite games on the uh, Nintendo DS, which Nintendo DS is. <laughs> here we go talking about Nintendo again on the, oh, on the second pocket. What's wrong with but, us? Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but one of my favorite games on that system is a game called Puzzle Quest. Um, I don't know if you played that at all, but it's a. Uh, I've not heard of it. It's it's a simple match three puzzle game, but you have it throws in an RPG story and RPG elements. So, like you would make your own character, you pick classes. Like you'd have your wizard, your your warrior, your archer, whatever. And um, every time you would match, you know, like three reds or three blues, it stores it stores it into like a, a hit points category. And then once you get get up to a certain hit point. I can't think of the word here. Once you get that level of uh, of gems, you can pick attacks, and you, you attack the guy you're playing against. Oh, it's all, yeah. It's, all, it's really cool. It's really simple. Um, and and I, I put so many hours into that game, and it was it was so much fun. It was just neat how you mentioning that probably that probably had a huge influence on games like that. Now now they kind of went overboard with that genre. Now there's like. 30 of those games out there and they all they're all way too complicated they got somewhere you're actually like controlling a guy through towns and, and i don't like that I just, I just it was simple to pick up and play and uh you know it was very addictive because it had a little puzzle on that little rpg on it but that, that's kind of cool uh, nice. columns columns definitely had to have um influence like bejeweled which was a huge hit um oh and that, yeah that's right and good grief, that game that's out now that I, I won't even play because it just gets on my nerves seeing everyone play it. Is that, that Candy Crush? Candy Crush? I mean, oh, yeah. My, my yeah. wife loves that game. Oh, man. I got, I'm i constantly getting notifications on Facebook to play Candy Crush. Oh, like, I'm going to no. invite you to play. Oh, I'm going I'm to delete you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> take off. That'd be, that'd be awkward. We're not friends yeah. on Facebook where we meet up for the Sega Genesis podcast. Yeah. You feel the tension. <laughs> <laughs> So I mean, and you look at those games; they they definitely take more influence from Columns than they would Tetris, in my opinion. So, it it, it definitely was a huge staple right there in the puzzle genre of video games. So, definitely a definitely a monumental game to talk about today. Uh, oh, definitely. You know, yeah. So. And and another thing that I thought was really interesting on YouTube, um, you know, you were talking about all the different systems it was ported on. Um, there's a series on YouTube uh, called Let's Compare. It's just a lot of different games. There are a lot of different ports of the same game. That uh, It's just a video of each one. And it showed uh, all the different ports of this game. And one of the really cool ones was, I think it was on the Sega Master System, that version, and it really makes me want to get the game, is they have a flash mode version, and it, it, it can change the gems into other things, like um, I think one was like spades and hearts and stuff from cards, and uh, also another one was like fruit, where you match the fruit. It was like bananas, grapes, peaches, apples, things like that, and you could line them up that way, and like the backgrounds would change. 
You know, it wouldn't just be like your standard stone background that we're used to, say, on the Sega Genesis version. So it, it was kind of interesting that the Master System, in, in a weird way, kind of offered some more flair to it than, you know, the Genesis version, the you know, seemingly superior one. But, uh, but yeah, it's neat to see each version, each port has a little bit something different to it. But yeah, I'm going to definitely invest some money in the Sega Master System version. I know you mentioned that flash mode. There is a, uh, I don't know if it's the same mode you're talking about, but like there's a mode called flash mode on the Genesis version that gives you like, st- it, it's different than the arcade. It stacks up the, the gems and there's like one gem that's flashing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And you have, to, you have to go down and get the, the levels not over until you, you know, create create a, a row of three with that one. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I like that. I, li- I think that's pretty cool because it also times you too. There's like yeah. one gem at the bottom of the, the screen, and what you have to do is you have to make your way down to the bottom by, you know, doing three matches or whatever, um, and, and uh, get to that gem. And, you know, all the while, um, you're trying to do it as fast as you can and break your personal records or, say, uh, the second player's record. But Yeah, exactly. Well, and, and it, it's kind of, it's not real user-friendly because um, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. If, if you would go to play that mode, um, whenever you pull up the main menu, you have three options. You have arcade, menu, and options. Yeah. Um, to get to that, you have to go hit menu, and then you have to change the uh, which game you're playing, the original game or the Flash game. So it wasn't... I figured that that probably should have been like right there on that main screen. It was a very small gripe, but I'm not going to go any further with that. Um, right. <laughs> um, to kind of go back, um, you, you mentioned you had this on the six-pack, right? I did. Okay, and that that's what I have it on. Um, and I'm, I'm going to go into a little gripe that's also going, going to... <laughs> Segue into this uh, into the next segment. Um, I, I do have it on the six pack, and I, um, for the sake of this podcast, I've really, really enjoyed. It, it's really helped my collecting hobby. Yeah, <laughs> and the <laughs> me fact too. that like I'm like I have this in the six pack, but I really want to get the original cart. So um, on Friday, I took the day off, so I went up to the local uh, flea market where there's a couple vendors who pretty much they're just kind of like the, the retro video game guys right we don't have any retro stores so they're the ones i go to uh, to get my stuff and uh, i was so mad because they they have been jacking their prices up pretty high lately oh uh, I, yeah i don't know if it's just <laughs> i'm sorry i shouldn't have said that yeah i don't know if it's just christmas time or it's a climate and I, I know um uh, with with the inevitable digital you know there's going to be a day when all video games are just nothing but digital. We, we yeah. all know that. It, it, it's coming. So I don't know if it's a mixture of that with the holidays or if, if collecting is just becoming more more popular. The, the price of these games are getting so high. And I was I was a little set off because they had like six copies of columns, just card only. And um, they, they usually price them based on... They'll, they'll base it on the average internet price, but they also base it on condition. So I, I found one that had... The label was a little torn up. It was definitely the cheapest one they have. And it was still six dollars. Wow. And, uh, yeah, I wasn't real happy about that that's because a, that's a little higher, yeah. Yeah, when I pulled up, and this is where I'm segue into this the segment where we uh, talk about the prices for the cart. Um, you know, according to the Genesis Mega Drive app we use, um, the cart only is averaging for four dollars, and huh. and that that's internet price. So Should have showed it to him. Yeah. Well. <laughs> you know. Then that's the thing too. The owners weren't there. I think like the owner's mother was running it, so she doesn't know. She just you can't haggle with her because the owners you can say, "Hey, these three games cost ten bucks a piece. I'll give you twenty twenty five dollars for them." Right. You know what I mean? Like, and, and they usually take it if if you if you're planning to spend the money. They they usually are pretty good about that. She, she on the other hand, I don't blame her. She doesn't know anything. She's gonna say it is what it is. <laughs> but um, but yeah, the cart for this is averaging for four dollars. The cart and manual together five. The complete set is eleven dollars. And and to go back to that, you know, 
complete in box eleven dollars. And when I when I picked up one cart that had a pretty good label on it, they were wanting nine dollars for that cartridge. And, oh, just for the card, wow. Oh, it killed me. I just it, <laughs> it, and I literally left that. That's the first time I've ever went up there. I, I had some cash in hand. I I had sold some other video games. And I had about twenty, thirty dollars. I, I was going to dedicate to spend into retro games, and I left that store and didn't buy a thing. And that's the first wow. time. I've, I've, and everything I picked up was just, it was just making me a little sick because I'm like, <laughs> I can go on the I can go on the internet and buy that cheaper, and that's that's not how I want to. Me I, neither. I don't. I'm not against buying games on the internet, but I I just you, and I want and I want to support the local vendors. That's how but, I feel. You know, you want to support the yeah. local vendors, you know, because you know, that one, you know, sadly that might be a thing of the past one day, you know. Yeah, exactly. But I, I just they've been really jacking their prices up and I'm not I'm not a big fan of that. And see they they've also kinda and I know Andy Layton listens to this, he lives in the same town I do, and they've also kinda taken away all of our uh, all of our gold mines 'cause we we'd always get on Facebook these yard sale Facebook groups and post that we you know we collect old video games we'd like to buy them from you, and we would get some of the best deals on there. Oh yeah, and, and they saw our success, and, I, and I'm not trying to say this is bad, but those vendors saw our success, and they live on those pages now. So we we can't even get oh. to that anymore. So it's just like oh, it, 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 like I said, it's not bad blood or anything. It's just it, it just means I might have to pay more now. <laughs> so, right, right. Jeez. Oh, yeah, so I didn't mean to go on that rant. I I definitely wanted to go into the <laughs> the segment where I, I list the prices, but it just I just was I had such a bad taste in my mouth because oh, I, yeah. I can I can get that on eBay or Amazon, you know, with shipping for under eight dollars, you know. Yeah. So it's becoming just, a hate... retro game epidemic, man. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> and you know, I heard a good point on another podcast that uh, you know, more people are realizing that you know this this digital only age, the digital is only good. As long as you keep that on your system. So, like, say I download, I bought a game and downloaded it on my PS3, um, but I needed more hard drive space the next week for another game, so I delete that game. And if I don't go back and download that game, and Sony decides one day that they're going to discontinue PSN, I don't have that game anymore. It's it's gone forever. So I think I think people are realizing that, and that's why now now the problem is people are collecting these games and keeping them. They're not reselling them like they used to. So that that's that's kind of become a <laughs> become a problem too for us collectors. Well, I got a, qu- <laughs> a question for you. This is a little off topic, but uh, how long's it been? I'm I'm just curious. How long's it been since you sold one of your old classic games? That's kind of a tricky question because I, I sell I sell them all the time, but I usually sell my duplicates. Okay, I got you. So that's you know, there's a few games that I can't remember what it was, but I, I bought a big lot of games one time, and I, I'm the kind of collector that I I don't shop for the games that are just rare just because they're rare. Right. I, I'm gonna buy games to collect and play. I don't I don't want a game in my collection I'm never gonna play again. Even even <laughs> if it costs even even if it's worth three hundred dollars, I'm probably gonna sell that game. And that's why I like, got rid of uh, Chester Cheetah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well you, you take like stadium events for, for the Nintendo Entertainment System. It's one of the most sought after rare games out there. If I ever had that in my possession, I wouldn't keep it. I would sell that right. because I'm never gonna play that game. It's 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 nothing nothing against it. You know, I, th- I think there's better games out there that you can play, and I can buy a whole lot more games with the money I get back from that, that I'd actually <laughs> want to play. But that, that, that's my take on it. I don't collect just to collect. I collect and play. So. That's kind of how I am. You know, I, I just like to – I have no desire to really kind of make money off of video games. I just want to play them, you know, and I, and I want to buy the ones that I, I want to play. It's the same thing with, like, uh, gosh, like my Ninja Turtle figures and stuff. You know, it's like most of them are boxed just because I kind of want them boxed, but I'm never going to sell them. You know, yeah. it's like, well, you know, what do what is it really that big of a deal if I take them out of the box? No, I'm just afraid I'll lose them. <laughs> so yeah. that's the same way I feel about video games. You know, it's like I'm not gonna sell them. You know, unless, gosh, I'm really, really hard up for money. Exactly. So, I mean, it's 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 
it's interesting to, to talk to different collectors and not saying that if you collect rare stuff just to collect it is wrong um, I don't believe that oh, yeah. for a second it, it's it's very it's it's who you are and what you want to collect mm-hmm. like and I I don't and I try not to over oversaturate my collection because there was a time when I was buying like three or four retro games a week and I'm like I can't play all this so yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of slow down every time and, I, and I've been trying to play backlogs and not not buy until I, I need something but uh so yeah it, it's interesting to, to hear other people's take on you know how they collect where oh, they yeah. collect and is it okay to buy on the internet and blah, 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 <laughs> just all this stuff so. I think a must for me is if I had the game as a kid and somehow I lost track of it I definitely want to get it that's like a, for me that's a must because I yeah. love, love, love to kind of relive those those childhood memories, you know, whether I was playing with a friend or my dad or or, or just anybody, you know. That, that's like a must for me. I, I try to trace down every game. And I was, I was a dumb kid with a lot of things, but the one smart thing, one thing I got right was I kept most of my old Nintendo games and Sega games and everything. I didn't really... Tr- I wasn't one of the ones that just traded in everything for the next, or for, for the next game, you know. Yeah. Um, and I'm, no. I'm thankful for that. Yeah, that's a good thing because I was one of those dummies. Oh, no! no. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it was easier to get the next system that way. And I, that's true. I just, you know, when, when you're a kid, you, you you just don't think about that stuff. And I always, like, I remember when I got a I got a PlayStation, I actually went back and bought a Genesis after I had my PlayStation. Hey, nice. Yeah, I, I had one, and I got rid of it way too soon, and I realized how much I loved it, so I got <laughs> another one. So, it's just funny how that all comes around. But uh, now, now it's like, even some of my... Uh, you know my my current gen games like I won't get rid of if I loved it. I'm like right. nah, I, I want to keep that. <laughs> right. I don't know if I ever played again, but I want to keep it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So. Wow, that was that was a good conversation. Got off a little talk. Got yeah, talk. Well, I'm used to it, man. Yeah. <laughs> I start yeah, so, most of it. <laughs> so my my rage against the the, the machine. Oh yeah. <laughs> Go all rage against the machine on some of these video game vendors. Oh yeah. <laughs> Be violent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, so yeah, we, you know, we we should take a big retro gaming road trip and hit yard sales. And we should thrift store. That that that's where you get your deals. That's so, right. Go to these real small towns where there's no retro stores and hit up all the yard sales. You ever know like what the you Blues, Blues Brothers, man, just go around uh, collect all the junkies. We're yeah, on, we're on a mission from Gad. <laughs> <laughs> from Gad. <laughs> all right. So, so as far as gameplay goes, we've we've talked a lot about it already. Um, not in real. Uh, sharp detail so this is a it, it's very much like Tetris like we said like because you've got your you got your rectangular rectangular box where your uh, puzzle pieces are falling down in this case it's uh, three gems per puzzle piece so and you have to match those three whether it's uh, vertical horizontal or diagonal which mm-hmm. uh, it's funny because I, I remember I, I popped this game in and played it it's been a while since I played it and I forgot about being able to match them diagonally I don't yeah. know why so like once one went, I was like, "Oh, well, that makes things a lot easier." <laughs> now Tetris didn't do the diagonal, did it? I don't. I think it was just uh, uh, horizontal, right? Yeah, everything was horizontal. So that's right. That's right. Yeah. So this was. I don't know if this was the first, but this is definitely what sets it apart. Exactly, and it, it kind of helps you out a little bit when whenever um, like if, if there's two blues on the screen and you have a blue coming down, it kind of highlights those blues for you. Right. And it will let you know that you can you can do that. But then the strategy part comes in on. Okay, I want to put the blue there, but what what do I want to put on top of that? Is that is that yellow there going to fall onto the next yellow? And you're trying to trying to decide all that with the few seconds you have. <laughs> it's coming down. Um, it gets a little uh, gets a little stressful. Oh yeah, especially um, especially if you start like on medium mode. I'm like already like oh gosh, I, can't, I don't have enough time to think. And yeah. then you know I didn't even try to do the fast mode. I, I actually just started with easy mode. <laughs> yeah, which I I love that because if you start at medium. 
it spots you 20,000 points. And if you start at hard, um, it spots you with 100,000 points, I think. And, um, you know, medium starts you at like level five and hard starts you at level 10. So either way, you pick easy, medium, or hard. If you're keeping track of your high score, it's all fair. Um, so, so, yeah. So that's, that's, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that is kind of nice. That's a nice change. But, um, again, it's a, it's a real simple game. I think if anyone's ever played a puzzle game, you're, you're going to get the point of this pretty pretty quickly. Um, I I really in, in enjoyed this. It, it was it was a lot of fun. I I had a blast playing the game. It, it's, it's one of those games that you don't realize how how much time's gone by after you started as you started playing it. So right, it's also one of those games where you you set a score. You're like, oh, I know I can beat that, and then it takes you like ten different times, and you still can't beat it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and my my high score was pitiful. So I don't even want to talk about that. Oh well, <laughs> we're gonna have to. Oh, <laughs> I might actually beat you. I don't even know that I wrote it down, so that's how uh, bad it was. <laughs> you'll just make it up. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> and um, yeah, and, and and as far as game modes go, you know, the, the usually the first version of a puzzle game um, is pretty simple. Like this has your arcade mode and your uh, flash mode, like we talked about earlier. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I really, once I started playing that flash mode, I really enjoyed that. It was it was a different. It felt like a different game. Yeah, I I totally agree because I well, for one I'd never done it before, and that that was like a nice fresh new thing to me. And I was like, man, I could I could get into this because it kind of starts you off right away where you, you you're racing against the clock because you want to go ahead and set the lowest or the fastest speed you can to get that gem at the bottom. But what was the difference between there were like three different versions you could try, right? There was like um, three different Greek gods that you could choose. Oh gosh, I can't remember their names. I think it was like Clotho, Lethesis, Tropos, or Atropos. <laughs> yeah, and and with each one, I think. I could be wrong on this. I think it was just the variance in the music. Because it was basically, there was still a, a gem at the bottom middle of the screen you had to get to. The backgrounds didn't change or anything, but the music changed. So Yeah, I, I know the one you said, Clotho, is actually the, it, it, it's my favorite track on the game. Like, whenever you start the arcade mode, that's that's the one that plays. Oh, okay. Is that so, the name of the track? That, well, as far as, you know, searching for it on YouTube, I saw a lot of people doing guitar covers, and they would say, like, guitar cover of Clotho from Columns and they would oh, play that okay. song. I'm assuming. I, I don't I don't know for sure. But that, that, that song was definitely pretty awesome. I definitely like that one. And it, it's it, you know, that's another funny thing because you know, Tetris. You think of I mean, it's iconic, right? Yeah. Or, or, it, you, or, you, or you start mode B, it's like It's like you're riding a horse. Yeah. Um... But yeah, but this one is, I, I can still hear this one. I mean, I, I when you mention Columns, I immediately think of... I mean, you just, you automatically think of that music. So, yeah. you know, another big tribute to the composer. What was his name again? <laughs> Tokahiko Uwaba. Rolls off the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I definitely like that style of music because there's a lot of like, classical music influence in that. And it was really cool because when I went back to... Uh, I was I, I like to listen to people's covers of this stuff, and I was hoping like our uh, our good friend Daniel Tidwell. I don't want <laughs> I say good friend. I've only talked to the guy a few times. The guy that does our intro. Very music nice guy. <laughs> the outro music. It does video game music. You know, retro cartoon music. Great stuff. I was really hoping he covered this one. I couldn't find it, but uh, I uh, I found some guys who did some uh, hard rock metal versions of this and. The classical influence of this, when you listen to how they did it, it sounded it sounded like some old thrash metal, like like Metallic Ooh. or Megadeth. It definitely has that classical take to it, but it, it, you know, a lot of starts and stops, and, and it, a lot of it was just good. No, I, really I, good. Know, I know I can hear it. Like I can definitely hear like a Dave Mustaine, you know, metal riff through through uh, the Clotho track. Definitely. 
Yeah, and and you know, like like Kirk Hammett, his his solo style. You know, he wasn't just playing fast to play fast. He did a lot of real cool. Uh, a lot of his scales were very classical influenced, and you know, he, he wasn't focused on bending and and playing these fast pentatonic scales as fast as he could. There was just a lot of a, a lot of good soul into it. A lot, just a lot of. I don't know the, the way he put his solos together. Just was really neat. And and if you would listen to how some of these guitar players play the the track from this, like I'm like, wow, that sounds like a Kirk Hammett solo. So <laughs> it, it was just really neat. It's definitely a good but, thing. Yeah. Oh, great thing. So, <laughs> so, yeah. So, so yeah, music. I kind of jumped right into that. Great stuff. So. And man, these graphics, you know, running 60 frames per second, 1080p. <laughs> yeah. you, you, gotta, you gotta love that, right? Be beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't really screw up a uh, puzzle game, in my opinion. Graphics, <laughs> unless you just can't make out what the puzzle is. <laughs> so, right. I, I don't have a lot to say about graphics. It was colorful. Um, you know, the, the 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 start screen was yeah it had like when like the Greek goddesses or whatever. I love, I love the, the cups spilling over, too. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. That's not the only thing that's actually animated on the start screen. You know, it's like these two guys, you know, holding this cup, and the cups, like, just keep spilling over. It's, yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah, it, it definitely has this theme, because, you know, like, Tetris had its own theme of whatever it was. I, I don't really know. Something about Russia or something. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I know the, the, a the, Russian guy designed it. Exactly. So, like, I know a lot of those, those tunes and... and... I don't even know what Tetris means. It means something. I don't know. I, I, I heard a podcast about that where they talk the Russian influence in the game. But, uh, you know, this game kind of pulls from Greek mythology, which was really interesting because I took a Greek mythology class a few years ago. So, you know, reading some of these names kind of brought mm-hmm. back some memories of that class I took. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. I used, I used to uh, really get into, like, um, uh, a lot of Greek mythology. I read the Iliad in high school, the Odyssey. All, yeah, absolutely. Uh, all, all kinds of different stuff. Uh, then, of course, you know, the Percy Jackson series because I'm a dork. Uh, oh, I love Percy Jackson. No way. I love that movie. Oh, okay, good. I feel better now. <laughs> my, 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 my wife read all the books. So I, I just watch the movies. So. Oh, nice. There you go. Like, I already know what it's about. I've already read those books. I saw the yeah. movie. <laughs> See, that's cool. You know, Percy Jackson probably plays columns on his free time. So. That's that's what he does. That's what he does to get ready for, uh, you know, fighting all those monsters. That's right. <laughs> Pumps them up. Gets them psyched up. You know, that, that's why Poseidon never answered him. Poseidon's too busy playing columns. <laughs> Father, father, and he's like, "Shut up, Percy! I'm playing Collins." Yeah, I'm, I'm sending a new high score. Yeah, Collins. I mean, I, I, I honestly don't have a whole lot to say about this game other than it's an awesome puzzle game. You know, it, it's 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 kind of shaped puzzle games as they are today, especially the ones with with the gems and the candy. And like I mentioned, Puzzle Quest earlier. That's probably my favorite puzzle game of all time. That I, I still pick up to this day and play it. I, I bought Puzzle Quest in like three or four different systems. Love it, love it, love it. So, oh yeah. It's it's just it's I, I think puzzle games have a place in everyone's heart whether you're a hardcore gamer or casual gamer I don't even like to put those labels on people you're a gamer you like games you play games you're a gamer absolutely but <laughs> but it, it kind of just every person from every walk of life has probably enjoyed a puzzle game at one point or another so it's just kind of cool to pay homage to this game through this podcast so. yeah well well said man well said <laughs> but hey you're avoiding something I know you are what's your that high, your high score oh gosh. <laughs> The Genesis Gems High Score Challenge. Okay, I'll go ahead and get mine out of the way. Mine, okay. Uh, all right, somebody on our Facebook page uh, that we're going to mention here in a minute, he did a really good job. I'll just say that because I got 78,820, and I thought that was pretty good for me. I made it to level 8. Uh, what did you get to? Oh, um... <laughs> I think I got to level six or seven. 
<laughs> I just remember a level. I honestly right, right. I score down. It was one of those things where I was too embarrassed. Well, clearly you had like only like half of what I had. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> but our buddy Phil, Phil from um, the uh, No Swear Gamer YouTube show. If you guys have not seen that, his awesome show. He's got a great uh, YouTube channel there. Uh, he absolutely slaughtered us. Um, I <laughs> I want to say he had over a hundred thousand. Yeah. Sent us a screenshot. Um, I, I'm look. Oh, sorry. I'm I'm looking at it right now. Oh, okay. What is it? One hundred and nineteen thousand. Yep. You're yeah. right. Yeah, he slaughtered us. <laughs> Oh, yeah, big time. And if you guys want to go check out, um, he's very like-minded with us. He keeps everything family-friendly. He does YouTube reviews. He's actually been reviewing some of the games we've talked about on the show. Um, he does have a YouTube channel, but if you want to check him out on Facebook, he's at facebook.com slash the no swear gamer. Uh, it's, it's a, his logo is awesome. It's a picture of Qbert <laughs> with, with the, uh, the bubble ahead. And you know, Qbert's infamous for those little... Uh, all the symbols mean curse words. Right. So he, he has a circle and a red line through that, you know, the no sword gamer. I thought that was pretty clever. <laughs> but uh, he, he covers Atari, Genesis, everything. But he's a great guy. He's part of the Retro Junkies Network. And, uh, you know, big shout out to you, Phil. Thanks for, uh, you know, uh, keeping active in our stuff, too. So, yeah, go check him out if you guys want to do that. But, yeah, Phil, good grief, man. 119,000. I know, points. man. He's a machine. <laughs> yeah. <so. laughs> and, and uh, you know, speaking of the Cuber thing, uh, I saw Wreck It Ralph the other day. Have you ever seen that? Oh, I, you, uh, my, my, my kids watch that all the time. I love that movie. I had my wife even really liked it, and uh, I love the scene where uh, the, the main guy's trying to speak Hubert. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That, oh, yeah. that just cracked me up. It, yeah, that that movie pays homage to a lot of stuff, like with, like that door that's locked with the uh, Nintendo controller on the side, and they enter the Konami code. Oh, that's like, right. <laughs> yeah, they don't they don't even say anything about it. You know, and you know, most people aren't going to get that, but I I, yeah, I had we to pause. Got I had to pause it, and I was explaining it to my wife. She was <laughs> rolling her eyes at me. Like, only you would know that. <laughs> yeah, did we have any other high scores? I, know I think that was it. Conversation I hear about Dr. Mario. Yeah, Hoser Telso put it. Yeah. Dr. Mario, jeez. He, he always ruins our Facebook posts. I know. It's never like we do that to him. It, ne never. <laughs> no, that definitely didn't happen this week. <laughs> <laughs> did you like my Photoshop job, putting, uh, putting the guy from Skitchin and Tiger Heli? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I saw that. I was like, oh, man, I got to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we talked about high scores. We talked about this game. Um, you want to jump in the retrofitted achievements? Oh, let's do it. The Channel 6 Gems Retrofitted Achievements. All right. Well, Rob, I only have three this time. I don't know about you. Well, I have four, so that that's one more. Ooh, that is one. That's right. <laughs> you are one better than me. Yeah. So uh, you, you want to rotate again? Sure. Okay. Uh, you go first, Hosehead. All right. So my, my first one's called Chaos Emeralds. Oh, right? nice. And this is uh, getting like a multiplier of five lines in one, one turn. So, so it kind of causes chaos on the screen. A little throwback oh. to Sonic there. So there you go. I yeah. like it. All right. Uh, mine is the odds are stacked against me. Huh? <laughs> you get this unfortunate achievement when you can't find the right gem for your combination, and you pretty much get a game over. Ooh, yeah. So my, my next one is called Genesis Gems. Oh! And this is playing this game while you listen to our podcast. Oh, that's the best one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my next one's called Step by Step. And this is uh, working your way back down the grid by giving combo after combo. Now, seriously, this works on two levels, though, Nick. The reason I chose Step by Step... All right, I call it step by step, you know, because you're you know you're moving up or down step by step. But also, this is a song from New Kids on the Block. Eh? Block. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit of a reach there, but there you go. 
<laughs> I like it. I like yeah. it. Step by step. I can't remember the rest. I remember the chorus. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So my, my last one is a, is a little desperate move here. But uh, this one's called Two Dudes in a Gym. <laughs> and this is playing columns while listening to Two Dudes in an S. And you realize you don't like that podcast, so you turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> We're such jerks. We are Genesis jerks. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's great. How'd you like it? <laughs> oh, I loved it. Uh, and and uh, my my next one, I've got two more here. It says, uh, "Oh, this one's really obscure." All right, but this is getting in the middle of a chain reaction. This is oh, a wow. Diana Ross song, <laughs> uh, the chain reaction song from the '80s, I think it was. Uh, this is basically when you earn one of those uh, chain reaction combos, and uh, you you know make it all the way down the screen again. You know, you you have like, and that's one of the most rewarding feelings too. By the way, when you oh, when you get like a match of three, then all of a sudden that drops down the grid, and then you get another match of three that you didn't even think you were gonna get, and then, you know you you earn like a thousand points that way. And then the last one I have is a match made in Sega Heaven. And this is finding the perfect match for a three-chain reaction combo. So those are my <laughs> retrofitted achievements. Nice. I like uh, it. Yep. Good. I'll, 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 I love your uh, all your references, the music stuff. Love it. So good. I would literally uh, Google some of the stuff. I was like, okay, i got to find something with blocks in it. <gasps> oh, new kids on the block. <laughs> step by step. <laughs> oh, gosh. Great. And then I was in a Diana Ross mood. So I did a little of that. And then, oh, there was another one I was going to do. It was uh, called Chain Reaction by Except, the old 80s band. Oh, yeah. 80s yeah. metal band. But uh, I was like, ah, oh, that's a little too obscure. I don't know if anyone would know that song. But uh, it's a good song. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, let's let's get into the main segment of this show. All right. We find this game. Is this game a gym? Is this game a Genesis gym? Is it good or is it garbage? Is it good or is it garbage? <laughs> All right. So as far as critical reception goes for this game, um, again we go to I go to Moby Games. We I'm gonna say we we go to MobyGames.com for for this. It kind of gives you a collaborative ranking for games, uh, and it kind of works like uh, like Metacritic does if you've ever been there. But uh, the Moby rank for this game is 73 out of 100. So that's that's uh, pretty good. Solid. It's actually lower than I thought it'd be. Um, Me too. There were a, there were a few reviews that i read that were kind of bad like oh. I, and i think a lot of people who love tetris and are maybe a little biased towards nintendo um probably kind of rated it lower than it probably deserved so right so you get that but um it, it got pretty decent reviews for some of the top magazines i'm not gonna go through them all but um it was uh it, it, it did pretty well mm-hmm. so um did you did you read anything in particular rob that you, you um, want to talk about uh, or? i couldn't find a whole lot of reviews um i did find one I think it was from Megatech, and they gave it, I, I want to say, like an 84 out of 100, which was still solid, but still a little bit lower than I kind of expected. I, I thought it would be a little bit higher than that. Yeah. Because I mean, considering everyone had this game, you know, you, you, would, you would think, and it does have an addictive kind of feel to it, just like Tetris does. I mean, it, it's something you can pick up, something you could, you know, have spent hours on end, or something you just pick up for five minutes and play, you know, get your mind off of something. So yeah. I was really surprised that the reviews weren't higher back then. Exactly, and it just it shocks me. And you know, and, and going into our, our next part here, you know, I think a lot of our listeners would agree that you know <laughs> that this game was better than what is represented here. Right. Um, and I'll and I'll read. Over, we got an awful lot of feedback on this. I know. Um, I was surprised. Yeah, and I'll, I'll I'll read through some of them right now. Um, 
Kyle Murphy says, this was the only game I regularly played with my mom. This was bigger than Tetris for me growing up. Nice. So, so Kyle, you know, I'm, he didn't say it, but I'm just going to say Kyle thinks it's a gem. <laughs> and uh, um, Joe Copel, our good buddy, says, great game addicting like Tetris. <laughs> addicting like Tetris. I'll definitely say gem for sure. All right. Uh, Tim Werner says, I like it better than Tetris. So oh, man. Another gym. Uh, Paul Stevenson from Retro Obscura, good friend over there, oh, yeah. says uh, he kind of agreed with Kyle Murphy. He says, me too, Kyle. My mother and I played a ton of this. I went back and played it and nowhere as good as it used to be for, for, for me. If I had, he says, if I had 25 out of 30 games to pick to own out of the Genesis library, I would have to add this one. So it's a gym. So. Yeah, yeah. When, when Paul said that, I, I, I thought he meant at first, when I first read it, that, it, he, um, that the game was nowhere as good as what he remembered it being. Yeah. Then, yeah. I, then I finally realized, it's like, oh, he means he wasn't anywhere near as good. As Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I, I just read that and realized it too. So. Yeah. I was like, oh gosh, I, yeah, I felt yeah. like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ito says, I love this game. Played it all the time. Um, our friend Eric Purcell says, I'd say good. I enjoy this game in small doses, which is the best style of game with an adult schedule. I kind of dig the music as well. So he's oh, saying yeah. just good. Um, I'm probably gonna slaughter this last name, but it's uh, I believe it's Alf. His first name is Alfredo Figueroa. <laughs> Just good. You're not gonna upset me, and everyone's been doing it, and I appreciate it. But if if you guys want us to pronounce your name correctly just send us, send us an email or shoot us a message and we will absolutely do that i feel bad because my, my last name gets mispronounced a lot because it's uh stevens with a ph so it, mm. people say stepins really and, you get that all the time wow and, i mean it stems from some you know someone probably stupid in my family that thought <laughs> P- ph made a v sound you know but you know i'm, st- I'm stuck with it's way it is but uh <laughs> alfredo says just good i got hooked on this but quickly wore off uh, Jesse Garcia says the arcade version is sick. You go up against bosses, and there's a pretty sweet storyline on, on it for being a puzzle game. I so. would love to see what that storyline is. I tried to find what, what storyline he was talking about. I, I can't seem to find it, but I would love to know if, if you want to kind of explain it to us. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Just I'd... give me a call, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or, you awesome. know, you can just post on Facebook. Either way, yeah, yeah. just give we'll us go, a holler. We'll go get some wings. <laughs> yeah, that sounds all right. <laughs> it does that. <laughs> Uh, Mike Kilburn says, love this game. Richard Caballero says, spent many trips to Grandma's house playing this on my Game Gear. Love it. Good friend Aaron Hickman over at Retro Obscura says, probably the game I played almost as much as Tetris as a kid. We had it on our Sega CD as a pack-in with several other games, Shinobi, Golden Axe, Streets of Rage, way back in 91. The game is definitely a gem. It's not complex by any means, but the music is solid, and the gameplay is almost as good as Puyo Puyo, a.k.a. Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Mm. Did, I say, did I say that right? I think it's Puyo Puyo. Puyo Puyo. I think, I think you're I think right. So. Pio, I was thinking pie. I'm <laughs> hungry. You're just hungry. I've, I've actually never played that, so I and that's a huge game for you know. For, I think uh, that uh, Puyo Puyo. I think that was an arcade game. Yeah. And then you know, of course, like they repackaged it as uh, uh, Doctor Robotnik's uh, Mean Bean Machine. I think I played that game once or twice, but I don't remember what it, how it worked. It's, it's been a long time, but I have played it. Yeah. All right. So the next one comes from the Cheeto King, Blake Royal. He says, <laughs> he says this is definitely a gem if you're into stacking puzzle games. All hail the Cheeto King. Yeah, all hail Cheeto King, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> the version on Sega CD, Sega Classics disc was slightly better, though, because that version had better music of the arcade version. So that's cool. I haven't heard that, so that'd be something to check out. Um, Felix Cruz says, it's a, it's a very addictive gem, this game. I play it on the Genesis collection sometimes. So. Uh, Matt Daly says, a gem. Addictive, fun, and it holds up well today. I think it managed to set itself apart from Tetris. Totally agreed. 
Uh, Patrick Fagan, he's also over at Sega Collectors, put a little picture of a gym and says, no doubt. So, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I, like, I like it. It's like it's like a little emoticon of a gym, of a diamond. <laughs> so, good deal. Uh, Mike, Com- I'm gonna, uh, again, if we say your last <laughs> name wrong, please correct us. Mike Com- Campana, Com- Campana, I don't know, says, love this game. One more comes, the last one comes from Josh Taylor. Says, I enjoyed this one. I used to play it a lot back when I was a little, when I was little. Made it to level 101, laugh out loud. But overall, nice. I say good game. Wow. Well, you know, so, Kelso, he said something, too. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, but it was actually, I gave him some props. <laughs> it made me laugh. Yeah, he says, this is this is Michael Kelso. He says, well, it sort of has gems in it. <laughs> and my response to him was, Michael Kelso, for once, your comment wasn't pointless. Thank you. The, the world is a better place. <laughs> and I got four likes on that comment. So. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. But Michael got five on back up. Michael did get five on his comments. Oh. So. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just because they agree it's a gem. There you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I didn't take a tally this time because I think it's pretty obvious from what yeah. our listeners think. It looks like it's a gem. And then, Rob, to talk about my pros and cons real quick. Um, you know, pros, it's a great puzzle game. Uh, it was definitely influenced by Tetris with some of just the drop down. But it had its own niche, I think. And uh, it's fun. It's fun today. It was fun back then. I'm probably going to play this game, you know, pop it in from time to time the rest of my life. Um, you know, it, it, great music. Like I said, a great time with family if you want to play it. And like I said, only one little gripe, my one con is that the flash mode wasn't real apparent in the main menu. That's really the only con I got. Uh, I'm the same way. I think the music is one of the shining gems uh, in this game. Uh, I think I like the fact that it does... It's a lot like Tetris. I mean, let's face it, it is. But um, there's just enough variation to where you feel like it's not literally ripping Tetris off. I, I think it's its own game. It's got its own feel to it as well. I mean, with the whole Greek mythology arc, um, I really like that. And and I really like that they they tried later on in the series to um, kind of uh, put characters in it and, and make it a little bit more interactive and uh, humanize the this game a little bit more. I, I like that idea. And I kind of wish they would keep you know, kind of pumping out columns games because, you know, like they do Tetris games because I think this is still a very, very well-known series. Um, as far as cons go, um, I, I can't think of, <laughs> I can't think of one major thing that bothered me about this game. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really have a lot of negative things to say besides the fact that maybe I would have liked that maybe a couple more songs, but Tetris didn't have a whole lot of songs. It had, I think, three or four, and this game has around the same amount. So, so yeah, I, I have no gripes, I guess. Nice. The only reason I even said that about the flash mode is because I have pros and cons on this segment. I felt like it you got to say something. Have, yeah, say something. You know. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. Here, here's mine. Here's mine. Then <laughs> they should have made the uh, I don't know the cover a little bit more interesting looking. <laughs> there you go. Of the game, you know, it's just it's literally just like three gems or something like that. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, if they had like a dragon or something like that, something from Greek mythology, there you go. But then again, yeah. you don't want to misrepresent, so I, I guess I understand. Very true. Very true. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, just going to throw it out there, Rob. Um, how, how can you say this game isn't a gem? It's, it, it's a gem. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, a all gem. About, it's all about gems. I, I, can't, I, I can't say it's not. It's, de- it's definitely every Sega collection that's ever came out has this game on it you know it's been re-released it's influenced many puzzle games it's and it's fun it's still fun today and it's a gym i, I agree can't say any more about it so so th- there's the gavel we're gonna slam it down and say this is a gym pow pow that was, that was my gavel sound 
So, all right, Rob, Columns, you know, and uh, the next game we're going to play, we're going to drop some music right here for whoa, it. Whoa, wait, 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 hang, hang on, man. I forgot to tell you, I got this weird letter in the mail. It's, um, oh, you're not going to believe who it's from. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, the two dudes. <sighs> so, anyways, let me, let me just read it real quick. All right, here's what Hoser says. Dear Genesis Jerks, we, Michael and Justin, the two dudes, and only two dudes that matter when it comes to classic games, want to take you on to settle things once and for all with a little tournament. Meet us at NES Central Park next Sunday and bring your A-game because it's on. <clears throat> it's on like Donkey Kong for the NES. Sincerely, the two dudes. Uh, more like two hose heads. Yeah, they're, they're going to bring it like Donkey Kong on the 2600. Oh! <laughs> Was that one bad? I'm thinking of the Pac-Man. Nah, it's all right. I actually like that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, fine. You know what? If, if that's what's, if that's how it's going to be, Nick and I are up for a challenge. We'll, we'll take you up on that. Yeah, I mean, we're come on. Blast yeah. processing. I'm, I'm going to put blast processing on both of my hands. <laughs> Deliver the two biggest blast processing knuckle sandwiches you've ever seen. In your oh! Life. I mean, it, I mean, it, after it, all, Sega does with Nintendo. Am I right? That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, sixteen bit. We are double. Their capacity. That's they're right. All, they're 8-bit. They're We're 16, guys. Come That's on. right. That's right. Now, I got to say, on. I got to say, though, buddy, we're going to have to train. The, you know they're going to bring their A game, but we got to bring our A game. Our A-plus game. Oh, yeah. We got it. We got this. We're, well, we're it, taking them down. I don't even know what it's about. I don't even know what kind of tournament this is, but that's okay. We're going to train anyway. Yeah, and we're yeah. going to come out shining like gems, buddy. With a shining force. Ah! Oh, <laughs> yeah. Look forward to that next time, listeners. That's you know, right. It might actually be kind of boring because we're just gonna wipe the floor with them. I, mean, I know, I know. It's kind of like you know, grief. it's like those wrestling matches where the guy just spears the guy and it's over within ten yeah. seconds. You know how it is. I mean, they call themselves two dudes. It should be two jobbers in a nest. <laughs> I mean, <it's> just... <laughs> yeah, and, and and you know, Nick's kind of like uh, you know, I guess. Well, who's your favorite wrestler? Rob Van Dam. The whole Stevens show. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, then, well, then I'll be uh, Bret Hart, so there we go. So there you'll, you go. you'll give him a five-star frog splash, and then I'll give him a sharpshooter just to call it done. And then I'll just I'll just point to you like the Rob Van Dam chant. You can just say, I'm the best there is, the best, best there was. The best there ever will be. <laughs> That's right. And I'll be like, Rob, Michael, Luther. <laughs> That's just that I have the same ring. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, if you guys want to keep up with us, again, we are on Facebook at facebook.com slash Genesis Gems Podcast. You can email us, Genesis Gems Podcast at gmail.com. Check us out on Twitter at Gen Gems if you would rather keep up with us there. Uh, again, we are updating that more often now, so you will see the same post you see on Facebook there. Um, we, we apologize for that. I'm not real good on Twitter. I forget about it. Nah, so, me too. Yeah, so it's definitely going to be a little better now. And uh, please go to iTunes um, and give us a review. And we appreciate some of you guys that uh, don't use iTunes who actually downloaded it just to uh, – or not downloaded it, but made an account just to give us a review. Really <laughs> appreciate that. That's awesome. That, that that takes a lot of effort for someone who doesn't you know, listen to podcasts on iTunes. So really appreciate that. So, All right, man. Well, with that, you have anything else to add? Uh, two dudes, we're coming. That's right. <laughs> better watch out. That's right. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> All right. Well, for Rob, I am Nick, and we will catch you later. Catch you later.
Genesis Gym's bloopers. Ooh. We we have this Chinese place at our uh, local mall, and when you, it's kind of almost like a buffet. And when you go through, this this lady at the end's always like, "You want some drink?" <laughs> kick it, All yeah, right. kicking it with Pippin gets me every time. I, I, every time I, I see him be a jammer play it, I have that. Stick <laughs> I'm with, sorry, gets me every time. <laughs> It's so good. I, you know, I, I, I'll tell you what. I tried to rap it the other day. I cannot. I can't say that line anymore. <laughs> like when I'm when I'm like doing it fast and everything, I can't do it. I get tongue tied every time. You're all right, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. You're, you're all right too. <laughs> I, I hear good things about you. Good evening. Good morning. Good night. I'm not going to do it that way. Good <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we got to think of a better way to intro this. I, I hate saying good evening because people listen to it in the morning. Uh, we are going to send that out your way. So, oh, sorry, Nick. Hang on, my phone's ringing. Let me silence this real quick. Okay. I can hear in the background. I don't even know that number. <laughs> Put him on the ear. <laughs> Hello? You're on Genesis Gems. What's yeah. that? <laughs> What's your favorite Sega game? <laughs> I was like, I think I got the wrong number. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the beginning of the, the scary movie. What's your favorite Sega game? <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> uh, okay, so... So basically, uh, the the way it worked was um, for uh, the month of November, if, if a customer would if a customer, gosh, I'm an idiot. If a, <laughs> oh, gosh, I wish we were getting paid. That'd be awesome. <laughs> All right, game on, Rob. Game on. <laughs> we just need to move our hockey nets now. Yeah. <laughs> Car. Next time we get together, we'll have to make a little video of that. <laughs> I'll be uh, Garth. Yeah, game on. <laughs> game on, man. But I'll put my uh, glasses over the hockey mask. <laughs> That's great. Oh, you can you can wear your Penguins jersey, and I wear. Oh, my you take shirt. off. Get out of here. <laughs> it won't be an episode unless I mention that. <laughs> all right, all right. Pop quiz though. All right, okay. you're a big Wayne's World fan. What jerseys did they both have? I thought is it the Blackhawks and the Flyers? I think it was just Blackhawks. I think just Blackhawks. Black okay, okay. I, for some reason, I remember Flyers on that, but oh, Flyers! Uh, oh man, that, I must be wrong. Good team. Yeah, good team. Yeah. <laughs> well, I knew they were Blackhawks fan. Then I yeah, remember oh, yeah. the the uh, donut shop they're in. Where uh, you mean you have, uh, uh, Makita's Donuts? Oh, even <laughs> the name. That's even perfect. Well, uh, you know, Ed O'Neill works there, and he's like, that's one of the best characters ever. Is Ed O'Neill with that? Oh, where he's always having those flashbacks. Oh, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> you ever kill a man and see the steam rising from his body? I don't, and it's like he's talking about how that's like somebody's soul escaping their body. <laughs> My wife and I watch that show, Modern Family, and you know he's he's, he's in, in that. that show. Yeah. 